You're listening to the Glastonbury Recording Podcast, sponsored by the Glastonbury Recording Festival on the 1st and 2nd of October, with Scalping, Bite the Buffalo, The Rintins, St. Pierre Snake Invasion, Two Man Ting and Grandma's House, plus many more. Great value tickets are on sale now from ethertickets.com. Hello and welcome to the Class Recording Podcast for this week. Uh, we've got a great one lined up for you. It's uh, me and Jem on the show uh, chatting absolute rubbish, uh, talking about Simon's party, uh, works parties, uh, also open mics um, and festival camping, all the things that's gone wrong for us there. Uh, local record labels and national record labels, uh, gigs and uh advance warning for the bank holiday weekend uh, if you've got plans uh, we're going to tell you there's a lot on next bank holiday weekend so you need to get yourself sorted for that uh, music from uh, mikey segarist uh, average the understairs eve lasady bottle of dog and rosie and the tricycle so yeah we're going to kick off the show now with mikey segarist and this is call of the last wildcat She 
Hey, uh, you were listening to uh, Call of the Last Wildcat by Mikey Seagerist. Um, and uh, that was a track uh, released to raise money for Wildcats, wasn't it? Yes, uh, it's a lovely song. It was inspired by Maggie Riley's folk collaborations uh, with Mike Oldfield. And it raises money for anyone that wishes to purchase a copy. You can uh, save a Wildcat. because There's not many left, if at all, in Scotland, where they're from. And it goes to the charity Saving Wildcats. Great. I better say hi, Gem, then, and uh, hi, listeners. Welcome to uh, the Class Recording Podcast, uh, number five, series one, after our. Uh, uh... I just don't get it, do I? No, no. no. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. You know, I'm just making If I say that at the start, at least you know where we are, listeners know where we are. <laughs> I was um, watching a, uh, a bit of Shit's Creek. There you go. Yeah, it's a name, excellent. not a place on on a Netflix. And you can always tell when you get to the series finale because they pack everything in. If it's adventure, you've got action and mis- intrigue or solving of the intrigue. If it's comedy, it just seems to be doubly funny, which is the episode that that we that we saw. And uh, I'm looking forward to our series one finale. Have you got anything planned for? Oh, good grief! For I that? don't even know when the finale is yet. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll work that out. <laughs> I like a I like a good ending, and then we can come back. All energized with series two. It could just be the week later. We don't yeah, need to take yeah, a break, yeah. do we? Oh no, yeah. I know. I know. So I saw you. Yeah, I was week in person, didn't I? Yeah, we went out. We went out. Yeah, um, you you were too busy chatting with with others. You know, I, I was jumping up and down trying to get your attention, and yeah. you kind of just turned the other way. You had your back on me. Yeah, I know. It, it, it you know, go, uh, well, we're talking about um Simon Stewart's. Uh, leaving party from Hawthorns, which also turned into um, uh, a wedding party as well. Um, that know. was a surprise, wasn't it? What a lovely thing! To- yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a surprise. So uh, that was that was really good. And the problem, the, the the funny thing was, on the way in, you had to walk past the queue for the bar, which was about like a uh, hundred yards long and trying to just get past the queue to the for, to the bar into the um, garden where the gig was, 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 was hellish itself. But it was a great, it was a great queue because we kind of set our chairs up just to be to the side of the, of the stage area with a beautiful view uh, at the Abbey house. And I went back to the queue expecting I'm going to have a half an hour boring queue and every local musician was there. It was wonderful seeing so many friends from old. I've, we've not caught up for a couple of years. And you know you're going to see them in the bar. So the bar queue went so quickly. In fact, I wanted to double it so I could catch up with long lost friends. It was a, it was a lovely evening. And um, both uh, in, uh, Simon and Sandy looked so happy together. So we wish them well. They look so cool. Yeah, for sure. And uh, on the last episode, I was just like, Catch, catching up with all the conversations that I'd had with people and playing tracks from them and basically saying what they've been up to for the past few months. Because like you say, it was just like a whole catch-up thing and seeing loads of people you hadn't seen for ages is great fun. 
you know, and um, yeah, the, it, and there was brilliant music as well, wasn't there? Nick Parker, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Stalking. And uh, I didn't know. Well, I think we discovered our musical secret, didn't we, really? That actually between us, we didn't do a bad effort on the kazoo, did we? No, no, we we're really good on the kazoo. Uh, you know, I've got it. Well, I should have brought. We should have brought it here for the show, really. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, no but we better not do that, really. Well, I was thinking maybe we could. Maybe next week's uh, episode, we could play that very. Um, uh, we could play that Nick Parker song, couldn't we? And we could consume a little bit over it. Pa- apologies, Nick, but we are in training, so maybe next week we could play the track. Just, a, yeah. just a thought. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it might might be a shout, and uh, well, it's going to be a busy week next week, actually. So um, that, that's going to be an interesting one. But uh, what were your favourite memories from Friday night then? I just think uh, great to bump into Desmond Dawn with uh, Al and Joe and uh, John John and Polly Carroll. Uh, seeing musicians and hearing them talk so fondly of the music that we loved at the Hawthorns. In terms of the music, um, I I just loved Nick Parker. It's um, and I re- I really realise now that I actually know more of his lines than I do of my own songs that I occasionally play to myself with an audience of one. Nick was on great form and there was Brad on the guitar and I I felt his guitaring last week came through so, so strongly. So Brad, you're an awesome lead guitarist. He What a great band the False Alarms are. Yeah, I know, I know. And there's lots of other great stuff as well. And uh, yeah, my, my, my most costly thing was bumping into lonely tourists because um I, he, I didn't even know he was going there and he went down with uh chris webber i was chatting to him and he was telling me all about um he is playing like the rockaway beach festival uh down in um well it's 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 at bogner regis it's in butlins in bogner regis and it's quite an indie sort of like festival and he said oh you ought to go down there it's it's uh Really great festival, loads of indie band. I think Jarvis Cocker's playing and uh, oh, there's loads of other other stuff as well. And it's a really good indie one. And I know a lot of people that tend to go to it and have recommended it in the past. And uh, we booked and it cost us just over 100 quid each to go for the weekend with accommodation and, 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 and all the live music and everything. So, you know, it's three nights there as well. So it's going to, yeah, it's going to be good fun. And that's at the start of January as well. But yeah, it's a costly conversation, that one. So hang on, Ian, you're camping in January. No, 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 no. This is in in Butlins, so you that's not you, a festival oh it can't is. call it a festival is one where you're either in a muddy field or you're at the bar trying to hold your pint so it doesn't get knocked over yeah i think it's, there'll be some of that i think you should camp because you are uh, a festival uh you, you're an expert at festivals you can't be in a hotel for a festival it doesn't feel right we we we, 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 we booked an apartment and we with some friends and that as well so uh done that between us and then even better they like had a meal deal so you get all your breakfast and evening meal like for 50 quid for three three days and we're like well can't can't go wrong with that you know a good good and that's our christmas present so it uh, sounds lovely but i think this is called selling out this is not a festival Ian. you are staying in a hotel you're getting a meal deal you're going to go on the fair ride and then you're going to do go on a pogo stick but without the stick <laughs> oh yeah that'll be it that'll be it well it'll be 
yeah, be the right music to go on a pogo stick to anyway, I think, uh, the best part of it. Well, I want you to tell us all about it when you come back in January. And uh, yeah. yeah, take your tent just in case, because you're going to miss it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think In January. Yeah, I think so somehow not, uh, <laughs> but it's going to be fun. All right. Anyway, we'll um, we'll get on and play uh, a bit of average now. Um, uh, this is uh, Benjar, uh, who used to be in UKID. He's doing sort of a, a lot of solo stuff now and uh, releasing um, quite a bit out there, quite funnily. And uh, this is a track he did with Ella, who also used to be in UKID with him.
that was Earth by uh, Average, and um, yeah, we're we're back. Uh, you know, good good dancey drum and bass track there. Anyway, so uh, I wanted to say, Ian, you, how much you used to love UK ID, and yeah, you, you were the best fan. And I, and then you you've been working on me, like you mentioned in series one, episode two of Glastonbury Calling about idols. You were also working on me on UK ID, and you took me to their gig at the King Arthur, and they were absolutely incredible, absolutely awesome. So I don't know about average. Tell me what you think about them. I mean, I mean, it, it's basically it's Benjar doing the stuff that he would do for a uk id on his home mm. computer so the tracks are quite but he's he's mixing them up in a lot of different styles as well um and it's sort of like under the banner of average media worldwide uh but he's yeah he's he's putting this stuff out he's putting a track out about one a month anyway so he's um mixing them well and, and sort of banging them out there really so um yeah good good stuff lots of interesting stuff um you know quite some of it's quite heavy on that sort of different styles of hip-hop and, and rap and that as well that he puts in so yeah it's a fair old mixture of stuff that he's he's doing really because he, he can and he's just playing about with it i think that's what's brilliant about uh being uh on glastonbury calling with you i get to learn about music because i didn't know that so straight after the show i'm going to go and seek out some of that music sounds brilliant yeah, great, great. Well, one one of the other things I did last weekend, I went to um, uh, uh, our works party. We, funnily enough, normally they're at Christmas, but because we've been like working eighteen months solid, they had a bit of a barbecue and celebration, and sort of like sort of thanks to all the hard work that everyone's put in to get us through all this like eighteen months and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it, it was good fun. But it, yeah, it was it was probably the first uh summer works party barbecue that i've ever been to so um you know sort of uh you know all, they did a nice big barbecue but have, have you any good memories of works parties jim uh i i do have one to share with you and it won't surprise you that it was uh not an average works party so in a former job that i had uh i decided i was going to raise a few eyebrows and yeah. uh, we, we went to this uh, open air area in London and there were hundreds and hundreds of people there and everyone was dressing up. There's music, there's fairgrounds. It was a root, they're cracking do. But I decided I was going to go and uh, everyone knows me not having much hair, I guess. But to, on this one night, I decided I was going to go with some. I think you've seen my, my wig. Anyway, <laughs> cutting the story short, had a punk jacket, black lipstick, Alice Cooper style wig, uh, and I had the, I, I guess I looked like a cross between Robert Smith and Alice Cooper. And I was working, wandering around this, and nobody recognised me apart from my size. And my aim was to give a hug to the directors, as many as I can. And they, as soon as they took one look at me, they didn't know who I was. And they kind of turned away. They were, I just freaked them out, basically, uh, which was kind of the idea um so that was my memory and i still got the wig and i may well grace it uh with you on next week's show oh no <laughs> yeah well but yeah but the thing is listeners won't see it but you can describe <laughs> it <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah well, be, be, well best one i probably had was uh, I'm, I'm, well i don't know if this is works party as such 
but we've been uh, doing all these football events for um, a year. For um, I worked for John Scales doing, you know, a lot of events uh, for uh, PlayStation's Champions League all around Europe. And uh, we finished up uh, the last event that we did was at the Champions League final in uh, 2005 when Liverpool uh, beat AC Milan on on penalties. And we 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 sort of like we were up from like four o'clock in the morning and um you know we we're putting all the event together and finally we got all that on and did all that and it, it was like a school's cup final thing and then we packed everything down and then we went back to the the hotel got changed come back and um basically yeah watch watch the final and that was sort of like our works to um you know going to going to the champions league final because we all sat together but one guy uh actually despite it being one of the most exciting games ever because we've been up since four in the morning working solid and we didn't get in there till at least midnight the night beforehand so we only had a few hours what one guy actually fell asleep at the uh one of the most exciting football matches ever so um so no 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 that, but uh that was fun i got other stories from that event but i better not say some of them yet. I, oh, I might tell them in the future anyway uh, i will be reminding you uh yeah. to slip it in I'll, I'll lay a few drinks on so we can loosen the tongue a bit more yeah 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 uh anyway um yeah that, that that's uh works parties and uh one of the things we were saying about was um uh best open mics that we've been to um you know um uh, everyone sort of recalls that the the hawthorns was a really good open mic and there's lots of you know it that like we're saying coming back around to what simon did at hawthorns and what have you that really did a lot to build a local music scene around here and he was quite you know instrumental by in a way of putting that open mic night on as well i remember uh having uh wandering up when I first moved into Glastonbury and uh, coming up to the Hawthorns and there was uh, Steve Henderson and Brad and Al on the desk and it's one of the most the Hawthorns for me was one of the most welcoming of uh, the, the open mics and there's a lot in our area we're very we're very blessed with it and uh, I get really nervous I, I forget my words and I can't remember words and I don't play very often but every now and then I like to go to open mic and just watch everyone and then you, 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 you're not sure if you want to follow Nick Parker or whoever else might be there or if you want a, a 14 year old just starting up I never quite know that but but for me, I was very much encouraged by the whole team of the Hawthorns and it was a most welcoming experience and I really enjoyed it. Um, my favourite one is, I, there's two actually, one at Art Bank and Shepton Mallet, if you um, get the chance, they're very welcome. It's run by Maggie, who was at the Wagon and Horses. Uh, and there's one that I just want to give out to my old village at East Hartree, it was called The Open Door by uh, Moyer and, and Mike Campbell. And they were the ones that got me into sort of writing songs in many ways and brought lots of local musicians uh, there. There's one occasion where Sheila Chandra, do you remember Monsoon, the group ever so long? Oh, yeah, yeah, She's yeah. She's local. Um, unfortunately, has lost her voice, so she doesn't sing so much anymore. But she came to one of these open mics, and I just finished performing. I was about to leave, and Michael Moya said, sit down, you're going to really enjoy this. And this incredible woman singing these kind of almost like Indian 
uh, scales. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, both at open micro and concert. Incredible. Oh, in- incredible. And um, yeah, I, I mean, just to let people know as well, uh, now the Hawthorns one's finished, the King Arthur's kicking back uh, with open mic nights on Wednesday nights. So if anyone fancies an open mic, uh, get down the Arthur on Wednesdays. And also uh, this Saturday, uh, the Assembly Rooms is putting on um, a special open mic um, sort of money in the hat thing. So uh, they'll give everyone a drink who's going down to do the open mic down there if anyone's interested in that. And the Rifes do open, an open mic as well, I believe, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rice do. I'm not sure what night that one is on, actually. It's uh, not anything in their event calendar at the moment. I guess it's one of those watch these spaces when... Uh, you know, you can do more. You can't do regular events at the moment. It's uh, so hats off to King Arthur for uh, giving it a go. Hopefully, it will be with us for some time. Yeah, let, let's hope so. Okay, uh, going to play a track by uh, the Understairs, um, and uh, this is a track called Second Amendment. <laughs> Second Amendment 
Right, uh, that was Second Amendment by the Understairs. And um, yeah, they're going to be a late replacement uh, for last recording uh so they're going to be stepping in and uh, you'll be able to get to see them uh at the festival we'll, we'll be putting up the lineups uh for each venue in the next week or so and hopefully be putting them up around the venues as well um so yeah we, we, you you mentioned earlier about festival camping god I've, I've had some disastrous camping at festivals i can tell you that uh we we, we uh we, we, one of the festivals on this weekend, which we're not going to, is um, uh, for a change. It's Beautiful Days Festival, and uh, the last time we went there, uh, we put we we it was winging it down all day, and uh, we put our tent up, and um, it absolutely it we we got back to our tent, and it was about three inches deep in water in the tent, and we're like no, so we we had to go and uh, sleep in the car, and 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 when we sort of like uh slept enough to sleep the beer off we had to drive back home and go and get changed because we we're absolutely drenched so um just just light lightweight Ian. i had a similar yeah. experience but i couldn't go home at womad in i think it was 2019 uh or maybe 2018 uh and there was uh and i decided it was pouring out rain really heavily and I really wanted to get to see Jimmy Cliff, who actually has got a new album out, uh, which I'm looking forward to listening to. And and I just thought, I just cannot be bothered. I'm not <laughs> going to get out in the wet. So I stayed in the tent hearing these great classic reggae tracks. I'm lying on my blow-up mattress. And then I'm having this really weird, I'm dozing in and out of sleep, thinking, I've just wet myself. Oh, <laughs> and I'm lying in bed and I'm I'm feeling wet and I'm pretty good. I hadn't had anything to drink, so I knew I wasn't drunk. And I'm touching myself and I'm feeling You're I'm, doing what? I'm touching myself. Well, I'm sharing with everybody. What I'm feeling is is should we just say sodden? And I don't know what's going on. I'm getting wetter and wetter. And I'm 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 thinking, what is happening to me? You know, am I gonna have to go into a home? Will I need to wear nappies? <laughs> I just haven't got a clue what's going on. And then I just started touching my mattress, my blood, and that was really, really wet. And the water was coming up from under the ground. So no. listeners, I didn't wet myself. I just got wet from the earth, the sodden earth. And it was horrible. The next day I had to go back into the car like you did, but I didn't have to drive home. I had to just dry up my smelly wet clothes for another two days afterwards. So that's my uh, festival experience. Um, and mud at Reading. Mud. Have oh, you ever sort yeah. of mud, mud done? Mud, you must yeah. have done that at Glastonbury over oh, the years, Ian. Yeah, terrible, terrible. Yeah, mud everywhere. And that's the worst thing. You get back to your tent after walking around in the mud all day and, you know, you what do you do with it? And you go into the tent. There's nothing as much as you strip off before you go into the tent or get changed or whatever. You always take mud into the tent with you. It's absolutely, you know, you just stuff gets plastered here and there and everywhere and then the worst thing is you know because you've been drinking all night you wake up in the middle of the night and need to go to the loo and that, that's the worst because you can guarantee you haven't pre-planned where you put your tent and you've got to walk about like half a mile to the nearest loo with it winging it down with rain in your wellies getting soaked and then come back 
Oh. Just want just want to say Glastonbury Corner. I'm getting really worried about Ian Liversidge here. Not only is he in a hotel having his um, food deals as he goes to festivals, no longer a punk. He's now listening to mud in his tent. He's taking mud in his tent. He's listening to Tiger Feed. Oh no! Oh god! Yeah. Well, yeah. well you just said that. You said you're taking well, your mud yeah. into the well, tent. Yeah, well, take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. But well, my felt feet felt like Tiger Feet after walking <laughs> to the loo and back. I can tell you that. Mm. You know, it's just. Uh, but uh, yeah, but yeah, camping at festivals. Oh, it. it can be great if the sun's out and it's not too bad but even when the sun's out you know like when you go to glastonbury in the middle of the summer the sun's out you think oh brilliant it's a lovely dry day and then of course like 4 a.m because it's like midsummer at glastonbury the sun shines through your tent and you're just like oh god i don't want to be awake yet so um you know uh Yes, yes, you know, it's 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 damned one way or damned the other, isn't it? Really. So, uh, and, I think and, I think it's time to put on put on those Bing Crosby records, Ian. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not going to put a Bing Crosby one on now, but I'm going to put a bit of a Eve Lacedi, and uh, this is a track called "Slipping Away." So scared of moving backwards, I'm not moving forward. I'm not moving at all Never thought my mind would let me get back to the stage But here I am, rock bottom once more I said I, I said I'm stepping away Stepping back down once more So don't, don't you let me go back to where it was so scared of getting trapped in an endless loop of routine And not moving at all I'm afraid to be alone yet Too scared to carry on Terrified I'm not good enough to be I'm sure I lost myself when I lost you I'm held together with smiles as my glue I feel them pain and breaking and I'm pushing through oh, oh. Ah! 
Yeah, that was uh, Eve Lasady and uh, Slipping Away. Um, and um, yeah, she'll, she'll be one of the acts. Uh, well, she's actually playing uh, this weekend in Langport um, and one of the cafes down there on Sunday afternoon. Um, you know, she, she sort of was doing a lot of weddings and stuff like that, but now she's been working on her own material and um, getting into, into that sort of stuff. And uh, what also, I think you're going to ca- catch her, uh, people get, get an opportunity to catch her at night at the Abbey as well, uh, next a week on Friday anyway. So uh, uh, that's uh, another thing to do. So, um, yeah, well, um, you know, we've got some favourite record labels out there as well. And we, we it'd be nice to find out everyone else's favourite record labels, um, especially sort of like the birth of the indie label really back in the late 70s, wasn't it? When when indie labels started coming out with... Um, there with, was a time, wasn't yeah. it, where um, you, you knew there were certain record labels that you couldn't go wrong with music. And when you didn't have the internet, you just thought, where where do you go? So I think we would like to talk here about what your favourite record labels are. Is there a particular label that you just bought every single edition? I know that one of my favourite labels doing taking a, a great interest in the kind of uh, global beats, world, world music, global music, is Real World over at Box, uh, Peter Gabriel's label. And I've got on vinyl Real World 002. I think it's Nazrat Fateh Ali Khan. And, uh, and it becomes like a collector's item, doesn't it, when you've got the numbers. Factory did that as well. Yeah, yeah. So we'd like to know what's your favourite record label and did you buy any music or listen to any music that you'd never heard of before, but because it was on that record label, you just trusted it and you were not let down. So share your record label moments with us. And we'll talk a bit more on next week's show. Can you squeeze that one in? Yeah, yeah, well, we, we, we will do. And uh, one thing that, that you did edge on on record labels is, like, in the past, that was the way of discovering music. Whereas now, if you've got Spotify or, or Apple Music or something like that, you'll listen to a track and they'll put all these little things down. Oh, we recommend this, we recommend that. Whereas you've never had that back you know, even even up to the middle 2000s, you know, you wouldn't have that sort of thing. So, like, you know, having a record label that produced a certain type of music or a wide variety of music that you may bring in, in, in into other artists, uh, that was one of the ways forward and ways of discovering stuff, really. Um, yeah, there's lots of... Um great labels around now uh I, I still don't quite know what record labels do i think it's more of a marketing thing than actually producing music but uh, we'll sh- we'll have them a longer chat about the different music record labels that exist within the uk we'd really want to hear about local record labels uh, there's one i'm just going to throw into the conversation as a little teaser worm discs based in bristol and uh, maybe we can uh, share a track with you next week they have put out quite a lot of good excellent bristol jazz music so that's something to look out for what's your favorite record label ian oh my favorite record label well um uh in the past was probably rough trade or 4ad i think or um 
you know, uh, at, at the moment, it's probably Partizan, uh, which is one of the ones Idols is on. So, um, you know, but there's plenty of good ones out there. You know, there's plenty of good ones. But 4AD was always, I would think, probably one of the, one of the biggest and, and better ones. Also, Creation as well in the past. Uh, yeah, Creation. You know, that, excellent, yeah. I, was, I, I, I remember uh, just watching NME's Single of the Week on Rough Trade, uh, Scritty Polissi, uh, Sweetest Girl. Do you remember yeah. that record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, love Rough Trade records. And they're still putting out a lot and putting on gigs now in the Rough Trade record shop in Bristol. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, um, I've got a new track now. Uh, this is by a band called Bottle of Dog. Um, they're from uh, up near my hometown, town, or up near Wiltshire anyway. Uh, uh, I think they're from Corsham. And this is a, a brand new track of theirs that's uh, just come out called Lost Soul. One, Self all is fine I'm a bit lost I slid to the fit dancing right 
Okay, uh, that was a bottle of dog, um, lost soul, and um, yeah, uh, like I say, yeah, a bit sort of like punky side of, of stuff, and um, yeah, well, I, I, I want to give people an advance warning actually. Next weekend, uh, bank holiday weekend, there's stuff on this weekend, there's one or two gigs on this weekend, uh, we've been recommended, um. Duncan Beatty has uh, has said about the Spindle Ensemble Twilight concert, uh, which is on down near Langport, and also um, there's there's two sight bands uh, from Norfolk playing at the King Arthur on Saturday, called Garenfo and the Fool's Moon. Um, so um, yeah, there's a couple of things coming up, but uh, next weekend uh, bank holiday, there's quite a lot on. You know, in, in Glastonbury. Uh, there's on, like we've said in the past, on Friday night, there's night at the Abbey. And then on the Sunday, um, it's the Ritz Day, uh, is on down um, at Tall Leisure, which is also a, a good good event. They have lots of live music and lots of money's raised for the uh, Dorset uh, and Somerset Air Ambulance. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's always been great in the past. Uh, there's also the Bath and West show, which has moved to that weekend as well. So, you know, the the Ritz Day would have been in May. The Bath and West show would have been in May. Now all that's moved forward. So this is when we're starting getting the heavy stuff that's been events that's been carried over and brought forward. And they're clashing with some of the events which would normally be that weekend as well, which is uh, Watch It Festival um so that's on as well that weekend so it's it's you know just uh if you're looking to go to something just try and plan in advance because you might have to next weekend so i think we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago uh at the country show the bath and west ground you mentioned yeah, i think, Ma- yeah. think Ma- michael segris is playing there uh ley lines re fire bad yeah. cowboys so that's a really good lineup uh, that will be busy traffic wise but the music will be awesome it's a really lovely three-day musical lineup yeah i know they've got, they've got a really good set of you know real good music lineup and so night at the abbey's got some great stuff as well and uh always at the ritz day they have some good rock bands and all that playing there and um like we said but we we're, we're booked and we're doing press up at watch it so we'll be going around getting some interviews at watch it festival as well that week. we're doing press-ups at watch it festival we, we, oh yeah we're doing press-ups yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's because of all the mud that you've been sliding over yeah and we'll be, the tiger we'll, we'll, we'll be camping there well you will be hopefully we'll yeah, be camping because yeah. a five-star establishment well, well, no no, no former no. punk yeah yeah my uh, my five-star te- no um uh, i bought some, that that tent which leaked really badly <laughs> Uh, I, 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 A, we're hoping for good weather, but B, I bought some waterproofing stuff to pray, spray on it. So we're going to put that on this on on this weekend, uh, give it a good spray, and then test it out and see if it works. I, I think, really, you could talk it about a leak in a tent. I would just call it a skylight. Oh, yeah. We got one of these, like, special, you put it up in one-go tents, you know? Okay, uh, a pop-up tent. Yeah, well, not yeah, but it's just got these bars on the side, and you just slide them up into place, and then peg it down, and that's it. Job done. It's brilliant in the sun, but not so good if it rains. So hopefully, if we waterproof it, um, you know, it might uh, get a bit 
better. Other than that, we're going to set up our gazebo over the top of it, I think. <laughs> but, uh, yes. <laughs> so it's like du- double glazing for tents. <laughs> double, yeah, double glazing for tents. Yeah, any other, you know. Uh, there you are know. lots of tent stories. I can never put a tent after a festival back in my tent bag. It's the smallest of tent bags. Why don't they just triple the size so you can just fold up and chuck it in? But you've got to squeeze a thing in it. There's always a bit, either you've forgotten, you're busy trying to sit on the tent to put the zip together. In the end, the zip breaks, and I just end up putting it in a shopping carrier bag. I was yeah, in the garage yeah. the other day, and I yeah. still haven't checked my tent from 20, 2019. They've still not been dried out. Yeah, but that's nothing nothing compared to your sleeping bag getting your sleeping bag yeah. back, in, back in, in the sleeping bag thing how'd you do that it's like you need one of those sort of like um suction things to suck all the air out of it, don't you and compress it down you know it is it is ridiculous i do think for those of us who go to festivals there's an inventor out there that can take away all this strain as you're forcing these items shut after a busy tiring weekend where you've had a great news the last thing you want to do there's got to be a way that it just folds up automatically like a fold down tent not a pop-up tent because the pop-up tent is okay it's putting it yeah. back down afterwards isn't it you know yeah 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 and that's good about that tent that we've got uh, if it doesn't leak you know, so uh, yeah, it comes down really well, and you just fold it in into the middle. And it didn't work for in. me. I had Chuck a pop- it in the bag. It's lovely. I had a pop up tent at Womad, pops it up great, and I went to put it down. I just couldn't do it, and in the end, <laughs> all the frames broke. So my pop up tent was a broken pop down tent, and I could never use it again. It had a single usage tent. I feel greenly embarrassed to say it was not recycled. Oh, all right. Well, we're about to wind up the show. Uh, one thing I'd li- like to finish on was um, I was watching a comedy show the other day and um, uh, they were having a debate about white white wine and red wine and talking about white wine. And the, 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 the lady comedian says, white wine isn't white wine, it's see-through wine. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Lemonade. No, no, it's, it's see-through. It's not, it's not, it's not white, is it? It's see-through. It's, it's, it, you know. So there you go. I uh, I spoke to, to someone this week who's, and I said, what's your name? It was, a, it was a young person. And this young person said, my name is Chardonnay. What a great name for a daughter. Yes. I, I suspect she's transparent as well. <laughs> no, absolutely. A lovely, <laughs> lovely person. We could do an imaginary name with alcoholic drinks of what you might call your children after a particular brew. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, we're going to wind, wind the show up now. We're going to finish up with... Uh, thanks a lot anyway, Jem, and uh, really enjoyed it today. Uh, we're going to finish up with a bit of Rosie and the Tricycle, um, who are uh, another Glastonbury-based band. Uh, they've started uh, playing uh, gigs like Louisiana up in Bristol and what have you now, doing headline nights up, up there. But uh, you can catch them. Uh, they're one of the acts that you'll see at night at the Abbey uh, on Friday night. So... Um, Anyway, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Yeah, for series, whatever it is, episode, whatever it could be. Whatever it is, yeah. Nice to see you, everyone. Take care. Have a good week. Bye.
jack of all trades, but a master of none. I'll get my hands into something and I'll move on at the shot of a gun. Lost which road to take, I'll trust my gut to navigate. Won't be a slave to the system, I know that's not my fate. I have no clue amiss What the hell have I done amiss Trusting in fate Miss a little too A little too late I may be fickle At least I'm not and it may take me a while to make up my mind Nine to five has no appeal Why get stuck in a rut just to pay off some bills? I'll be Miss Jack of all trades, master of none, Miss I have no clue, miss What the hell have I done, miss Trusting in fate Miss a little too I never wanted was expected Never dreamt of settling down And I am scared to commit Don't wanna be tied down And each day is unpredictable I practice up as I see fit And who knows, man I'll find a job that I won't quit I'll be Miss Jack of all trades Master of none